Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. Now, normally, uh, this show is very, very meticulously curated to where you can listen to any episode at any point in time and it will be equally meaningless. Today, we have some breaking news. Normally, we don't do this on Kennedy Saves the World, but uh, let me do the breaking news sounder. Bong! Breaking news. Cat Timp and I are doing dry January. Yes, we are. <laughs> that means no booze in January. No booze in January. <laughs> That's right. Except for, like, an hour and a half after midnight right, on New Year's right. Eve. Yeah, that January 1st is like, you know. I didn't, I mean, I didn't on the plane. Right. But I wanted to. I was like, no, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's. A little I, bit of red wine or something, you know, just for the circulation. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's one of those things where it's, and I hate when people say something like, well, why are you doing that? Instead of just re-evaluating a relationship with alcohol. It's like, well, this is how you do that. I think having periods of time where you don't drink at all makes you realize that all the times when you usually would drink, you might not be giving yourself a better time by doing that. That's what that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I think about, you know, what are the situations that I'm in when I drink? Because as you know, like I stopped drinking during the week. Right. Like three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to see if I would feel better working because for what we do, you have to be quick on the uptake. You have to have facts and memories and things to say at the ready. And if you're fuzzy because you had booze the night before, Mm -hmm. it makes work so much harder. It really does. You can't just, you know, hide behind a desk and be like, ah, you're going to be like in front of everybody. Yeah. In front of the world (laughs) and and people going, wow, wow. You know, she looks really dumb and slow, bloated, not worth watching. (laughs) So it, it will eventually affect your work. So I found that it affects my work positively when I don't drink during the week. So on the weekends, you know, or on a Thursday night, if our team gets together and, you know, there, there's no show, obviously, for us on Friday, then that's fun. And I look at making cocktails the same way I look at baking. I yeah. like putting things together mm-hmm. and being inspired by flavors mm-hmm. and trying things that people haven't anticipated and doing twists on classics, you know, whether it's a brownie sundae or of Hennessy Old Fashioned. Right. I always want to give it a little extra something. But so what I was thinking ramping up is because last year, I have to be completely honest, I made so much fun of dry January. Yeah. And I was like, if if you're doing it because you do have a drinking problem, then all you're doing is putting off continuing drinking for a month. It doesn't really do anything. But 
if you are doing an evaluation and you go, well, can I do other things in my life that are just as fun and satisfying uh, without drinking? And, you know, it's like I've gone through periods. I've given up alcohol, obviously, uh, in the ramp up to being pregnant, during pregnancy and breastfeeding. Like those are times when historically women (laughs) don't do a lot of drinking. And and typically you don't really crave alcohol, especially when you have a tiny being dependent on your body and wanting to make sure that they have the the purest, freshest product they they can possibly consume, whether that's uh, in utero or ex utero. So, you know, it's like, and I've given up alcohol for Lent, which is too long. Like yeah. Lent is almost seven weeks. That's yeah, like that's a, a lot. stupid amount of time. But January, it's like everyone drinks too much during the holidays. Everyone eats too much. Yep. You know, there's travel and stress and the worry that you haven't gotten enough material possessions for people to love you. Yeah. And so all of that compounds. So every, I don't care who you are, how healthy you are, what you eat or where you live or, you know, your fitness level. Everyone has too much in their bodies and in their soul by the time January starts. So you need some form of a detox. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I gave up three weeks randomly in November because I went hard on my birthday weekend and I was like, I just want to take a break. I was supposed to give up. I was aiming to give up two weeks. I wound up giving up for three weeks. And then in the weeks following that, I drank a lot less than I would normally drink. And I didn't want to drink as much as I used to drink. And so my husband Cam was like, I want to try this. I want to do dry January. Uh, and because like you said, I mean, Christmas, that was an on purpose drinking a lot. I was like, I'm going to drink a lot. We I want to, I want to celebrate. Portland. We couldn't drive. Yeah. yeah. My sister-in-law was like, oh, my neighbor made homemade Bailey's. Do you yeah. want to try it? I'm like, I want to try to not drink the whole bottle. It's so delicious. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that when you're saying, I have this time off. I have not, you know, not as much. I want to get lit. I want to celebrate. I want to have a good time. I think that's great. I think that's fine. I think that it becomes an issue when it becomes too much of a habit. It's not, if you you have a problem with alcohol, then that's, you know, that's a problem with alcohol. But there's been so many times where I'm like, went out to dinner and like I had a glass of wine. I'm like, why? I didn't really want that. I don't really need that. You're not craving it. Exactly. You just feel like you have to order it at a restaurant. That's such a good point because there are times when I'll have a glass of wine. I'm like, God, it doesn't even taste good. Yeah. And those are the times when I personally shouldn't be drinking. Mm -hmm. And also during the pandemic, my show was on hiatus and I was on outnumbered and the five and I would do hits on different shows on Fox business and Fox news. And, you know, I I was doing my very best to keep up and keep working, but I, because I didn't have a show, I drank every day during the pandemic. I drank so much in the pandemic because Gutfeld was only once a week and I was at home. And it's like, what do we do? Let's you move up happy hour, like a little bit more and more every single day. Uh, and, and yeah, it, the breaks are so good because the goal is like mindful drinking. Like, why do I want to have this drink? What's this going to do for me? It doesn't mean you never drink again. But if you never put yourself in the position where, okay, there's a party and everyone's drinking, how do you not drink? And then once you put yourself in those situations and do it, it's not as scary. So the times will you where you drink going forward will be because you want to drink. Yes. Which is okay. And also I don't I do not like the feeling of going to bed dizzy. No, I don't I either. never want that feeling again. Mm-mm. Like or- I don't mind a nice like vacation buzz is great. Yes. When you day drink on vacation, but you're eating at the same time. And you're never having a lot of any alcohol at any one time. Right. And you just have like a, a slow, it's like a slow drip yep. throughout the day. That's great because you don't go to bed feeling sick, which I absolutely 
can't stand. Right. And I don't tend to get hungover, but I, I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm going to have a headache or I'm going to feel fuzzy. Right. Or the anxiety that can come when you drink too much the night before. Or you just hate yourself in the morning. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I'm super excited about it. And I think the main thing is viewing it as an opportunity. Like, uh, you know, I get to see how I feel with you because we can all drink whatever we want. So it's not like we can't drink. We're not drinking because we don't want to. We want to see how we feel. We want to develop, you know, skills and understanding of ourselves of why we drink. And because there's sometimes where it's like, oh, it's, it'd be fun to have a few drinks. But there's sometimes where like just as a habit because everyone's drinking doesn't mean that you have to or that it's the best thing for you. Then that's what self-reflection is yes. supposed to be. I'm also very much looking forward to judging other people. Yes. Like I feel like I will be viewed as a sober person on a plane. Yes. When I'm on a plane and they go, can I get you something to drink? And I go, yes, I would like cranberry and club soda. And the person next to me will go, I will have a vodka soda. And I will... I will give them the look that yeah. people give me on oh, flights. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, really? My, hmm, how, are, how are things going? Uh, how are I, things really going? Because I'm judging you right now. I enjoyed a little bit of that, of that in November, actually, when Cam <laughs> and Keith and I were all sitting watching like the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie. And the, Cam was like, why do they only have one bottle of champagne for a whole party full of people? And I said, not everyone's an alcoholic like you, Cam. <laughs> Even though he was deeply correct, you know, you just you do feel better than other people. Yeah, uh, and and I think um, I think that's why most people do dry January yeah. because also like the the reason I want to do a podcast like you're morally obligated to announce it to that everybody yeah because people who aren't doing it automatically feel worse about themselves. They go, oh yeah, oh, oh I, I would do that, but I but but I don't drink that. But right, and you realize how much you really do drink too, and that's it's a, and because I've taken these breaks before. I have found that for a while afterwards, I'm like, oh, I have had half or like a quarter of what I would normally have because I just realized that I don't always need to. Like drinking is great for a special occasion, but you realize that a special occasion isn't just I'm at a restaurant. Yes. Or when you get home from work, I was talking to a friend of mine and and she said that she realized that every day when she was done with work, she was having two glasses of wine. Yeah. And I was like, that feels normal. Yeah. You know, that feels because you're not you're not getting hammered. Right. It's not like you're stumbling home. You're just sipping Chardonnay or whatever for a couple hours. But if you go to the doctor, it's really funny. And it doesn't matter. You know, it's like I have a gastroenterologist. I had uh, arthroscopic surgery on my hip. And they always ask you the same questions like, how much alcohol do you drink a week? Is it less than five drinks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. And I, honestly, in like the couple weeks after I gave it for three weeks, uh, I, I was drinking like five drinks at a week and then I have none or I have a little more. But it, they were all drinks that I wanted to have and not like, OK, well, if she's See, I love a celebratory drink. I yeah, love a Mai Tai. Totally, totally. But do I need six Mai Tais? No, because no. it tastes gross because it has so much sugar. You get hungover from the sugar, but one Mai Tai is delightful. Yeah. And if you go to a restaurant, you'll be like, oh, well, that person's having wine over there. So maybe I'll have wine. It's like, no, but maybe you don't really want it. And it forces you to think about it. Um, and Cam's never really taken like a break from alcohol. So he's really excited to do it. Should we have an intervention with Cam? No. <laughs> the <laughs> thing is, is but that's the thing. It's like Cam works so hard. So he's, you know, like he, he works more than anyone, more than anybody. So he's like. When he's off, he's like, all right, I'm going to drink. But it's like, is that really what you always want to be doing? But he's excited about it. Like he wants, you know, you're going to go to, you know, more workout classes. You'll be doing other stuff that you wouldn't normally do. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. 
From the Fox News Podcasts Network, stay on top of the latest news and information from Fox News. Listen and download the Fox News Hourly Update on your time. The trending stories you need anytime you want it. Listen and download now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. All right, so let me me ask you this, because um, there are things that I want to do and I need to know if they are allowed during dry January, because you have to set up parameters for cocaine. Yourself. Yes. <laughs> no, but I do what, what I have started doing. If I'm on outnumbered, I will have a Red Bull at 11 AM before outnumbered starts at noon. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I really like sugar-free Red Bull. Um, so caffeine. Yes. yes. I mean, I'm assuming that yes, you can have caffeine, Yes. but also I texted you about this two nights ago. Yeah. Are cigars okay? Yeah. Because I don't I don't smoke, I don't vape, but I do have a nicotine intake with cigars. And it's like, does dry January mean you're dry from everything? No, I think it's just dry from alcohol. But also, again, if you're somebody who's doing dry January and you still are, for example, doing cocaine, <laughs> I gotta ask you but what I, I gotta I, ask you what you're doing. Okay, but I know people <laughs> like that who feel morally superior because they don't drink. Yeah, but they do but they drugs do, every they day. They take pills. Yeah, they and do. And they're on like antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication, sleep medication. They, yeah. And they take like different pills that I have never, I've never taken sleep medication. I know. Yeah. I know somebody who's like, I don't drink, but they smoke weed every day, all day long. And I'm like, I don't think that's good. I, I don't think that's good. Or, you know, I don't drink, but I take Xanax every day. You know, it's like, well... Okay. Yeah, but you're doing what people do when a lot of people drink. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you're if you're drinking to get stoked. Yeah. Like that's that's how I like to drink. Like I I'm a I'm a high fiving drinker. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I drink more than a couple of drinks, I high five everyone yes. I see, and yes. it's it's to get stoked. But I you know it's like when I was at Oktoberfest and I was in a tent. Where they only had beer. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't, I can't drink beer because I have celiac and it's like, I'm sure, very high gluten content in Germany. Uh, and there was nothing else. I still have a great time. Yes. I was still singing and jumping on the table. And then I, I realized when I was sober in my late teens and 20s, people must have thought I was drunk all yeah. the time because I was doing stuff like that all the time. That has happened to me before where bartenders w- wouldn't serve me in college. And I, <laughs> I, I was, I had nothing to drink. I got cut off at a bowling alley once. I, they were like, we weren't serving. I'm like, okay, I've had nothing to drink. So I don't know if that says something good about me or bad. Your Honor, <laughs> I'm guilty of being a spaz. I'm insane. Throw the cuffs on me and put me in the tank. But if you're going out and every time you go out, you always are drinking, it can be kind of like a drug in itself to experience these environments completely sober. Yes. Because you're like, wow, look at this. You know, you look at how other people are acting. Like it can feel like a trip kind of to be sober in the same situations where you normally are drinking. And that's really is kind of what it's about. Uh, You know, and I don't think it's going to be super hard. I think it's going to be really enlightening. I'm excited about it. If you want to do dry January, you're like, I could never do that. I could never do a couple. Then, like, maybe you need to do dry forever. <laughs> like, if you, like, if you think if you think about, like, one month and you can't, you know, it feels, like, impossible to you. I had a friend who, uh, and, and now she is sober, which is good. I remember, like, we were in college and she was like, yeah, she had had medication where she couldn't drink and for oh, yeah. a week. And you know which one I'm talking about. I'm sure mm-hmm. I have people out there might know. Birthing persons might know what you're talking about. Yeah, birthing persons might know what I'm talking about with this one. You can't have any alcohol on it at all. And she's like, I'm just never going to take... I'm like, seven days? (laughs) You... 
seven days is not. Might feel pretty good. You might feel okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, Your sleep might be improved. You might be improved, but I, I'm excited about it. Cam wanted to do it, and I was like, oh, really cool. Okay, so I need your advice on something because you are one of the best advice givers I know. Like, Thank truly, I can, I can go to you with just about any issue. It can be romantic. It can be physical. It can be professional, and you always have, if not an answer, a good way of pulling things apart and looking at it. Yeah. So... On uh, January 21st, I'm going to officiate a wedding. Mm -hmm. So how do I stay dry during a wedding where everyone will be drinking? You have to be excited about being the only person there who's not drinking. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I don't get to drink. Be like, hey, man, I can drink whenever I want. But instead, you get to do what you haven't done in a long time in a wedding, which is wake up and be like, I got through that without drinking. And because you you get dopamine by accomplishing things. That's another way you can get dopamine. Obviously, drinking, you can get dopamine. But you also get that same chemical by accomplishing something. And you're going to feel that so great in the morning. You're going to be like, I got through this wedding I officiated without having any alcohol. I mean, I'm going on a trip uh, to like moderate a Q&A for Gottfeld. Normally there'd be a lot of wine involved in that for me. I'm not going to drink at all, but I'm going to have this experience of, oh, I normally would drink there and I didn't. And now I know what that's like. And your body will release happy chemicals because of it. Oh, that's such a nice thought. Yeah. So just be and, excited and that about that. Be, that will be good for the couple uh, whose lives and souls I am bringing together in holy matrimony. Uh, as I was fortunate enough to marry you yes. and Cam. Yes. Um, so, you know, so far between Guy and Adam and Kat and Cam, I'm betting a thousand. So. Yeah, we're still together. <laughs> <laughs> so my friends in L.A., just uh, just get ready because I, I will make an obscenely long toast completely sober. And it will make just as little sense as if I'd had uh, a bottle of Woodford yeah, in my ab- gut. Absolutely. You have to, if you view it as if you're depriving yourself of something, then you're going to be miserable. No, I don't because there's so many things that I'm looking forward to. And one of my favorite things is for pregnant friends and Mormon friends is making fake cocktails. And so yeah. last night I had uh, cranberry juice and berry LaCroix with slices of caracara oranges. And it was beautiful and fruity and delightful. And uh, and it was so good that I had to stop drinking it because I knew I'd be up on light peeing. Yeah. And I know from Kat watching Gutfeld that <laughs> I will never pee on a toilet seat. Not that I did before. I didn't. I was part of the anti-toilet seat pee brigade and I was one of the shamers. So if you ladies, if you walk out of a bathroom and I see you, I don't care how much you've been drinking. If you have peed on that seat, I will call you out. Absolutely. Again, it's not good for you. You don't get all your pee out no. if you're hovering. So you need to sit down. If we just, if you sit down, we can all sit down. Sure, that's a great philosophy in life. Like, mm-hmm. don't look back. Don't worry about your regrets. After you've peed and you've hovered, look back. Yeah. Look back on the seat look and make sure done. you have not pissed all over the toilet seat for the next person. Because as Kat said, recently she had an experience where yeah, she I sat and pee. It's not how you do things. And that was someone's fault. Womankind. That was someone's fault. Yeah. Women, we got to do a better job looking out for each other. And and, we can do that. And that is a very easy way to begin. Maybe dry January will help us with uh, our conscientiousness and our bladder control. Absolutely. I I certainly, I certainly hope so. I mean, I I saw, I saw a turd on the floor before. I'm like, are we dump squatting now? No. Who's, who's, (laughs) who's on the floor? That's what I want. I want a list of names. I also feel like if you, I want an explanation. If If you're on medication, 
I'm sorry. No, no, no. If you're yeah. on medication and this happens with great regular, you don't poop on the floor. You clean it yeah. up because you're mortified. Right, because you know. There is no shame. Maybe you that's know the if problem. you pooped on the floor. You absolutely You know. know. You know. And you know who you are, and you're probably listening. I want to thank you <laughs> for listening and being a part of this podcast. Kat, let's check in February 1st. Absolutely. Let's see how we did. Let's compare notes. Totally. And improve lives. Absolutely. Thank you, Kat Tim. Thank you. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.